I got a song. Don't cheat. I I gotta guess it. You well. Tell me if you recognize I've been doing it. some trivia, too, and they've been playing, playing a lot of... A lot of 80s, 70s? Well, just, yeah, a lot of songs, and I'm I'm actually not too bad at it. Okay. I get about half. All right. Let me know if you recognize the artist. Give you a little more juice. You always play like these one-hit wonders. <laughs> this is not a one-hit wonder, by the way. Definitely not a one-hit wonder. It's not a one-hit wonder. No, no, no. I mean, it's definitely familiar. 100%. And this is... I'm telling you right now, this is not a one-hit wonder. I should know this. Yeah. Every right. song that you play, I'm going to go to know this. Here it comes. Every here, song. Here, here, here comes the meat. Ready? Hungry Like a Wolf? That's right. Is you, that the name of the song? It is the I, name I of the song. I don't know the artist. You don't know the artist? No, I don't. Wow. So they're definitely not a one-hit wonder. That is Duran Duran. Oh, yeah. That's that's right. Ricky. I, Ricky, I should have known that. Ricky's Ricky got it. all over that. Yep. Hungry Like the Wolf, Duran Duran. They have many, many hits. Um, I'm, I've become recently more of a Duran Duran fan since I'm on my 80s kick, you know? So Yeah. A lot of I mean, I, sometimes at work, I'm like, let's just listen to 80s. It's an 80s day, 90s day, but 80s is definitely there for me It sometimes. takes you back, you know? It's it got does. a lot of mellow I am an 80s baby, too. Yeah, me too. Got I a lot of... A lot of saxophone going on, right? You know, I was born in '89. I, I qualify. Look at you, just sneaking in there. Huh? I wish, you know, I wish I didn't, but I am. You know? <laughs> why, why? Why would you say something like well, that? I mean, I'm just a little bit older now. Well, sure. Yeah, yeah. I wish I was a little younger you now. Yeah, I get it. Now, ten years ago, it was cool. Oh yeah, of course. When I was in my twenties, it right. was like, yeah, yeah. I was born '89. Yeah, man. When were you born? '91. Now, I think 2000 would be a sick uh, year to be born in. Mm. It'd be so easy to know your age. It's unique, right? I mean, born 2000s. 2022? Well, it was kind of... 22. You know, it was wild and kind of showed, like, my age last year <clears throat> when I noticed that... Because last year was 2021, right? Yeah. When I noticed that people that were eligible to drink were born in the year 2000, and I yeah. was like, holy shit. I'm yeah, uh, when they check your ID, they see the 19, like, oh, you're good. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, you got to check that. Oh, like, yeah. Well, you got one nine in the front? Yeah. yeah once we, you're in the one nine, you're, you're good to go, man. You're good for everything now. Uh-huh. What is up, everybody? What's up? Swag's here with Earl. We're back. I'm here. We're back, baby. I know we had a little hiatus there. We had been going every week, going strong. Unfortunately, your boy got COVID. I got COVID. I got COVID. But I handled it a little better. I was ready to go. Yeah, I got knocked down a little bit. Took me a little longer to, to get back on my feet. To to my defense, defense okay. I have not been sick in like four years. So I was kind of due for like just a sickness that would hang around. Plus... It's funny that Bob's on, I see him on the live feed. We, he and I talked about this. Anytime I get like a head cold, if I get a common yeah. cold, dude, I have it for like 10 days. Because I'm like always coughing crap up and like it takes my body forever to like get rid of the phlegm. I don't know. I had a head cold and I had like the aches. But it only lasts like two days. That's not bad. It only lasts like two days. Then I'm like, all right, let's go back to work. And it's just like, well, why don't you make sure and take a test? Yeah. And it took me like a week to get a negative one, but... I was good after two days. I mean, it's no big deal. That's not bad. No, it wasn't bad at all. I mean, it was, it was like stay home, and I'm like, all right, I guess I'll stay home for a week. Yeah. So it took a week to get a negative test, but yeah, you know, I, I pretty much kicked COVID's ass. Nice. Well, it was not. It wasn't bad. You know, I, I just I don't want to talk too much about COVID, yeah, right? But of course exactly. we will. You know, over the the break, that's it our excuse like, because we weren't here. Yeah, it seems like everybody got COVID, right? Like yeah, I had so many people got it over the break. So hopefully, everybody out there, if you got it, if you didn't, you know, you were safe, you've recovered. We're moving on. We got tons of sports to talk about. So oh, yeah. 
if you heard Earl and I when we were queuing up the podcast today, we were kind of just talking about, you know, what the theme of what the podcast was going to be, what song I was going to play, right? And, you know, it was supposed to be a Super Bowl podcast, but then huge news today, which, of course, we have to lead with, Ben Simmons traded to the Nets for James Harden. So we'll, I'll give you the full details of the trade deal, and then I'll let Earl give his first reaction, and we'll talk through it. Sounds good. So, as I said, Simmons to the Nets, Harden to the Sixers. The Sixers also give up Seth Curry, Andre Drummond, and two future first-round draft picks. The Nets also send over Paul Millsap. So, <clears throat> at first glance, the Millsap-Drummond thing, I don't know if the Nets really want a Drummond. Millsap is kind of a mid-level exception, so I'm guessing that was like more for contracts, um, but I could be wrong. But what's your initial reaction to the deal, Earl? I mean, I really like it. I like, Tell me why. I like it a lot. I mean, f- for number one, we got rid of Ben Simmons. Okay. For number one, I mean, it, it was pretty much we got rid of a guy. He didn't want to play for us, right? It okay. was like, you know, it was pretty much just get rid of him. We gave him a shot. Five years. People say, oh, give him more time. We gave him five years, man. He didn't want to play for us. Get something for him. People were saying, oh, get Bradley Beal. We got, we got, well, we got James Harden. Love him. So we got the best player in the draft. Yeah, we gave up uh, Drummond. He's the backup center, but he's on a one-year contract. True. You know, he's pretty much nothing. He was a good backup. I liked him. Backup for uh, Embiid. And Seth Curry, another guy we got for free. We just paid him money. I mean, yeah, he's a good he's a good shooter, but we got Harden for that. And, again, uh, we got rid of Simmons. The guy's mentally weak, man. It's just like I was – just sick of it, man. Okay. And I don't think he's going to do too well in New York. Well, Brooklyn. Really? But, oh, no. It, there's going to be a lot of pressure over there. You don't well, think so? I don't know. I mean, he gets to run behind KD. He gets to run behind Kyrie whenever, you know, the when COVID bans get lifted. So he might be able to sneak under the radar they, there. They don't just, even know when Simmons is coming back. Well, They're going to ease him in there. I think the first question for the Nets has got to be what kind of condition has been in now. I'm not talking about his physical condition because like, we know Ben keeps himself in great shape. But yeah, he, there's a difference between healthy. being in basketball shape, right, and being in just shape. So that's a question. So Ricky chimes in. Ricky, think? Ricky, I saw Ricky react, and I wanted to bring his commentary in because he, he was all about this deal. He says he's finally out of Sixers purgatory, and he won't watch the team until Sixer, uh, Simmons was off. He's back on the bandwagon, baby. Yeah, so he's back. So this is an interesting conversation for me. I don't I can't disagree with anything that you said, right? Yeah. Now, for me, I've actually been talking about this. I got asked about this last weekend about Harden and so I said I really wasn't a huge fan of the deal. Now, okay, let's hear why. Taking a step back, everyone knows that I have been probably one of the biggest Ben Simmons supporters in town, right? Yeah, so was I. I like the I like the kid because I I always saw just the raw talent, the athleticism, the size, right? And I always made the statement, if you were building your prototypical NBA player, right, like at a factory, he would look like Ben Simmons, right? Like that's what you want physically out of an NBA player. He's long, he's quick, he's athletic, he can handle the ball, right? So, yeah. we, we, you know, anyway. But we've obviously at nauseum, and everyone in the city knows about his offensive shortcomings, right? So we really don't need to revisit yeah, we that thought stuff. Yeah, we thought he was coming back too. We were accepting him back for this season. And I, I had talked about that, and we talked about this on the podcast. Yeah. If Ben would not have kind of handled the situation poorly where he just kind of went into a shell – you know, and didn't want to face the music. If he came back, said he put some work in, right, you know, did the work, 
and and took the lumps. This city would love him, right? Because he'd be like, oh, he's a, a tough therapist. kid. He got a therapist. Yeah, he's a tough kid. You know, he's a Philly kid. But instead, he took the other route, which is unfortunate, yeah. and never came back. So Ricky said he's your 2K character. That's true, right? Like, when you build a character, you build Ben but Simmons. But he can shoot a little bit. <laughs> well, he can make foul shots, at right, least. Right. So then, taking that to the next level, the one thing I, I'm skeptical about with this deal is Harden himself, right? I, in the past, I'm not going to deny what James Harden is as a player and a scorer, right? We know that. But I, in the past, when we've talked about guys like Harden and Westbrook, the usage rate that these guys need to put up their numbers is always just, you know, they Westbrook and Harden have been 1-2 in usage rate in the league for years. And, sure. and that's very inefficient, right? And so in order for him to play alongside a guy like Joel Embiid, who also wants to touch the ball a lot, right, yeah. can they coexist? Wow. I'm not saying they can't. I'm not saying they can't because they this could be a dynamic, right? If Harden, and and goes without saying, is motivated, you know, gets himself into to a little bit better shape. And key is for him, obviously, can he stay healthy? So, yeah, he has been a little banged up, and that's a, why the Nets haven't been that good this year. That's right. Well, because Harden's been banged up last year in the playoffs. That's correct, right. But he took a couple games off. Let's just hope that's not the case. Right. And that's the thing about Simmons. The guy doesn't really get hurt. Exactly. So ben Simmons. I, and I, I was like hearing, like, the Nets are pretty happy about this deal. But, Absolutely. But then again, as a Philly guy, I don't think they really know what they're getting. Well, I think that the thought with any team bringing Ben in is it's a fresh start, right? Yeah, sure. And you're going you're gonna to bring him around slower, slowly or slower than, I guess, the, the Sixers fans or front office expected him to develop offensively, right? He can go to to Brooklyn and just do what he does, which is run the floor, play great defense, grab rebounds. You know, he's yeah. incredible in transition, right? The, we all know about what Ben does and what he doesn't do, but what he doesn't have to do there is shoot, right? Because they've got well, shooters. We'll see what happens. I mean, he might have to, like, go up for a dunk and wow. may, maybe pass it off. <laughs> I don't I mean, well, if Drummond's on the floor, you know, he can't shoot. I mean, if D Drummond and so they're going to have this, well, I mean, if, if we're talking about the Nets and what they're going through with the deal. Uh, yeah, I, I mean, there's a chance he plays good, but, I mean, I, I just don't – like I said, I'm not too worried about the Nets. I, I'm happy that the Sixers got it like uh, you know, we got the best player in the deal, and I think we really have a good shot at, at the finals now. I really do think that, you know, Daryl Morey made a hell of a deal. He waited as long as he could, and, and he got it done. He got, he got, he got it, we all, and everyone doubted him, I think. So that's really the next question, right, is where does this leave the Sixers and the Nets in terms of the Eastern Conference, right? Because you've got now the Nets, who Kyrie <clears throat> has been playing, but, he, you know, they've got the bands. He can't play any home games. As these sanctions are starting to lift, he may start to play more. Now, and don't forget, the I'm Nets... Not, I don't know if they're easing off at the all. The Nets are also bringing in Seth Curry, right? Yeah, he, has, he, has had, he hasn't had a good year He hasn't had a year. great year, but now... He put a couple good years in for us. It was, he's a good shooter. Oh, for sure. So, you've got the Bucks in the East. The Heat are the number one seed right now, but I don't think the Heat are really a championship team, right? My opinion. So, the East yeah, is kind of wide open. So, you know, the Sixers and the Nets. Well, you got the Bucks there, still. I, right. I, I still think the Bucks are their, the favorite to get I agree. East. I think the Bucks still have to be conquered in the East, right? You're going to have to go sure. through them. But I think this makes both the Sixers and the Nets significantly better. Yeah, I mean, well, who do you think has the best starting five? I, I think that, I mean, so the Sixers, I even wrote it down so I wouldn't forget. So, Joel at the five. I guess Toby Harris would have to be the four. Well, yeah. 
Yeah, I mean, who else do you have? They don't have a power forward. So, and they got Thibault and Maxi. That's the one good thing I liked. They kept the young guys. They were able to make a lot the of people deal are like, they don't trade the young guys, guys and we kept on to them. That's a good point out of you. I like the young guys. Thibault and Maxi are really coming along well. They're both very nice young players, and you didn't want to see us have to give those guys up. No. I, I heard a lot of people actually. Let me let me. <laughs> Let me comment on J. So J. Dub just chimed in. He said, "Could the 2021-22 Lakers hang with our intramural squad?" So J. Dub and I had an intramural squad at Westchester that won three straight championships. Um, we had a pretty good team that we put together. So there you go. After we talk about this, J. Dub, we'll talk about the Lakers and what's going on there. That that's seeming pretty poor. But back to what you were saying. So it was nice to keep the young kids, and a lot of people are focusing on the Sixers giving up the two first-round draft picks, right? But let's be honest, the Sixers are finishing top three, top four in the Eastern Conference the last couple of years. Yeah, Those draft gonna... picks are going to be late first round, so who gives uh, a shit? Oh, yeah, well, they gave, they gave them the first rounder this year, so that's going to be a late one. Exactly. It's and, and they gave them a 2027? Yeah. It's just like, all right. Right, whatever. I mean, because the, the Nets, like, gave up a ton of draft picks for them. I mean, they pretty much gave up 22 to 27 the first round. Right. For Harden. That's right. And we gave, up, had... but we gave up a guy that we didn't want. Right. Nobody wanted, and a guy on a one-year contract. And Seth Curry, which is I about mean, everyone likes Curry. He's but, a good. He's a, he's an above average. Well, we got James Harden, and so is James Harden. He's exactly. A really, he's a really good shooter. Yes. So I mean, Ricky I says you're on point tonight, Earl. Thanks, Rick. You know, I try to be on point. Had a coffee before I got here to make sure I was. He's raring to go. Talking my words right. So to talk to J Dub's comment, the Lakers are a nightmare right now. I don't know if you've seen oh, the Lakers. They got they, yeah, I mean, they lost last night to a Blazers team playing with like half their starters. Yeah, they well. Anthony Are Davis, they going to make the playoffs? They're two games below 500. Really? No team. I saw a stat. No team through 55 NBA games has ever won the NBA championship at at their record. Two games under 500. Well, I like, mean, well, they, they look old and bad like real fast. And LeBron's the best player in the team and the oldest. Bron looks tired. I, I heard he was still doing his numbers and still doing his thing. He, Bron looks tired. Anthony Davis looks hurt. He didn't even take a shot in the really? fourth quarter. That team, man, talk about falling off quick. I mean, when they got Russell Westbrook, I'm like, I, I just don't think he fits in any scheme, any team. I know. He just st- he's just like, give me the ball, give me the ball. And you finally give him the ball, and he just jacks up a brick. <laughs> I know. He's like that one guy on your team. And you're like, dude, don't pass him the ball. He's going to brick it. And, and, that's and then, Westbrook. but then, but then the guy, then he chases the dude down the floor, steals it from him, right? Like makes a great play, and yeah. you're like, oh, he's still a good player, right? Yeah, well, plus his turnover rates it's, unreal. Yeah, and again, we I just but brought this up. One thing about Harden, though, he averages a good amount of assists. He does. He's get a 10, 11 assists. Well, he, he always has he the better. ball in his hand, right? So that's part of it. But also with Westbrook, I just talked about it. The same thing with Harden. That usage rate, like in order for them to get the numbers that they get, they need the ball in their hands all the time. Now, Harden, yeah. Harden obviously is a much more proficient offensive and efficient offensive player than Russ is, right? Yeah, I agree with you. When Russ went to the Lakers, I didn't see it. And don't get me wrong, I love Russ. I've been a Russ fan forever. I love his athleticism. I said in the middle of his career, I thought he was one of the best twitch athletes I'd ever seen. Yeah, his good. quickness his leaping ability, like how quick he moves. But I felt like sometimes Russ would move too fast for his body. Like he would go to make a crossover and he'd leave the ball behind him. Sure. Like he's just such a great natural twitch athlete. But he doesn't have great basketball skills. Like he's never been a good shooter, right? He turns he was an average shooter, yeah, for sure. Yeah, so so I didn't know what kind of fit he would be there. He's the- like Ben Simmons, you know. He just has to have his numbers. 
And that's all he cares about. Uh, I disagree with that. I think ben Russ. Simmons, cool. he, he, come on, man. But Ben, but Russ is tenacious. He wants his assists. He if, wa- if you challenge Russ at the rim, he's coming down the floor next and dunking on your ass. Like yeah, Russ same, is a tenacious Simmons, guy. Well, when he's uh, playing good. <laughs> I mean, he's not the MVP of the league, Simmons. But I, mean, I, I, I've never really been a fan of Westbrook. But I mean, I, I, I mean, he was MVP. Was wasn't he on the? Um, on the Thunder, I think Russ may have won an MVP off the chat. Yeah, I mean, check I, that. yeah, I mean, he he he's definitely a good player. Don't get me wrong. I just, I just, I just didn't see the fit. You know, he needed the ball. LeBron's need the ball, and uh, I mean, and I get, and I guess uh, what's his name uh, is hurt right now, banged up. Uh, Anthony the, Davis. The, yeah, I was, was going to call him the the unibrow, but yeah, Anthony Davis is banged up, and that, that's all they got. I mean, I mean, I guess who cares about the Lakers? Yeah, well, I mean, good. they stink. Everybody, right? Everybody cares about the Lakers, and but the the crazy thing is how quick they've fallen off. So, and, oh, go ahead. I'm looking, but also like a nice thing that Simmons is staying on the East Side. So Boston people, Philly guy, everyone's in drivable distance to fucking boot this guy. Right. That's gonna be great. In March 10th, baby, March 10th, I was hearing at home against the. Uh, Against the Brooklyn Nets, that's going to be a good one. Russ did win the MVP. I thought he did. Yes, the year that he, he averaged, averaged a triple, double. triple double. Yo, look at Gussie checking in. What's up, Gussie? How you doing, brother? There he is. What's up? Yeah, I was telling Gus about the pod the other night, and he's like, "Oh, I'll check in." Yeah, Gussie, all there excited. he is. Good to see there you. There he is. Good to see you, Gussie. Thanks good to for have checking you in with here. Us. All right. So, to close on the deal, <clears throat> I think my question to you would be: Overall, are you satisfied with what the Sixers? Gave up, including Ben, and got back in hard. Yeah, we are definitely a title contender right now with I agree. him. I, I mean, everyone's saying we need, we have to make a move, have to make a move, and and we and everyone's saying Maury was not going to be able to get this done, and he did. He, he waited. Did. He held his guns and waited to the last day of the uh, the trade deadline, and 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 I think he got the nuts a little bit, and and, and well, plus Harden helped us out a little bit too. He was staying out, and he actually said that he wanted to play for us. I so saw that. So that helped out, too. I mean, if Harden didn't want to come here, then the, the trade probably wouldn't have got done. But Agreed. it did, which I'm happy about. And well, Plus, another highlight is Harden. So we're at least going to have the guy for two years. Yes. He signed that contract for two years. So, that's right. So that's good to hear. Yep. I agree on all fronts. Um, personally, for me, and Gussie says, nice to have – hey, Gus, it's nice to have you check in, and we're happy to be back. Yeah, man. Um, so, <clears throat> I agree. I just, for me personally, I would have liked to see the Sixers bring in someone <clears throat> a little more younger. Um, but I can't say that I'm displeased with the deal. For me, this is going to go down. And look, I have up, you know, from a couple years ago on the wall, the, the Process Sports Illustrated, that was Toby, JJ, Simmons, Jimmy, and Ben. And I was all in on that team. And I, I was a Ben guy and a Joe guy. And I really wanted to see those guys succeed, right? But unfortunately, that was the uh, Toronto Raptors. That's year. right. That was the Kawhi Leonard double rim bounce. Yeah, that, was that, that fell. Year. That and w- that team had a chance to win a championship if they get through Toronto. Toronto went on to win a championship. Yeah, so they were close. I mean, they had Butler. He, I mean, he was definitely like the closer. And I'm hoping Harden could be our guy. That, hey, we need a bucket one on one, and beads out. Do it, and I think he can. Yeah, and, absolutely. Need that guy. So Bob brings up an interesting point. Kneebone says, looking dapper fellows, what's up, Neebs? Thank you, sir. Bob brings up an interesting point that I want to talk about. So Bob says, when you lose a cancer, you're going to be better. But was Ben really a cancer for this team when he hasn't been there forever? 
Um, I, I want to say he wasn't a cancer. Maybe his play was cancerous, like just by not being able to make a foul shot. It was just like a. But know. he didn't play this year. Yeah, well, not this year. I mean, the Sixers are playing good this year. That's what I'm I, mean, I mean, the second in the uh, East, they're playing good right now. I mean, now. he just hasn't been around, right? Yeah. I, mean, I wouldn't call that a cancer. He's talking to his therapist or something. Maybe he was in remission this year. <laughs> like, he not... hasn't said a word, though, since that interview he had. That's what I'm when saying. When they lost, he hasn't said a word. No, that's what I mean. Well, so... he has said a word. He did He did DM Shaq. Did he? Oh, well, Shaq tore him up. Yeah, he's like, well, he didn't say what he said, but uh, he's like, oh, he's like, why'd you have to say fuck, that? Fuck Ben Simmons. Fuck, 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 you know. Yeah, but he did. But he Man. did. DM him. I'm like, he can't take criticism at all. And, and 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 if you think he's not he's not gonna get any in, in Brooklyn, you're gonna be wrong. Man, let me tell you something. Shaq he's gonna get some criticism. Shaq don't know what he's talking about. That knucklehead. It's terrible. No. Yeah. So I don't know. But either way, you know, at some point the levy had to break for Ben to move, mm-hmm. right? Doc Rivers looks so relieved today. I I gotta tell you, Bob, I, I have not been a fan of how Doc handled the entire Ben Simmons. let's call it an episode, right? And I'm not saying, listen, anybody is in his spots in a tough spot, right? But I, from day one, really didn't like the way that he handled the Ben situation. So I I don't really have any empathy for Doc when it comes to Ben. But that's just me. Yeah, well, Doc, well, it was all about his comments after the playoff loss. That's what I'm saying, yeah. Yeah, I mean, and, and, and Joel said some words, and he was even on Mike Miss, and... You know, on the radio, and he was saying, "Yeah, you know, we. I mean, I didn't call anybody out, but you know, he even blamed him for getting turnovers, right? But you know, he said a couple couple plays led to it, and I guess it hinted to Simmons. And but for the me, I couldn't take it. Well, yeah, for me, no matter what, Ben took it soft. I think we all agree. But for me, like as Joe being a player and like a friend of Ben's, right? He can say that stuff. But like Doc has got to be more careful. And I equate it to, and we're going to talk about NFL, obviously, and, and of course the Chiefs and Andy Reid are going to come up. I take it to Andy Reid for years in Philadelphia. We had to listen to Andy Reid press conferences. <clears throat> uh, uh, tough, tough, tough loss today. Uh, I got to do a better job. Yeah, uh, I got to uh, do a better job. That's it. Uh, time's yours. But you know what? Whenever a reporter would ask a question to him about a player, about a scheme, about a play, what would Andy say? Well, that that's on me. Yeah, he would never throw. I gotta, any... I gotta coach him up better, right? Andy would take all the blame on himself. And, and while we kind of hate that on one respect, being the media and the fans, and we'd like to hear you know coaches call players out. Sure. Or talk, it, that's why his team, his players love him because Andy will never hang a guy out to dry. And I feel like Doc did hang Ben well, out to dry. Well, a Doc bit. got the question: Do you think Ben Simmons could be like the? championship winning point guard he's like well i don't know about that exactly Th- that's like the I, word he said you can't say I that i mean it was right after a loss would you if he, was, if he was your coach would you have been happy about that i wouldn't even listen i, I would have turned it off i just would have went on vacation No, i'm talking about if you were if if oh would i would yeah. i say that would you say that about a player yours? i mean if that's how i mean that's how he felt at the moment i mean i probably wouldn't you say probably, you would i don't i don't know exactly <laughs> I, you would. He, he answered it honestly. I I suppose. I think that was a bad look. Yeah, he probably should have said said it. But I think I mean, that was a really again, bad look. Go behind closed doors and figure That's it out. Right. You know, I mean, got to take it behind closed you're doors. Still a point guard. Relax. We'll get over it. We still got a good team. But Ben Simmons chose not to do that. And I agree. We wanted him back. He didn't want to come back. So fuck him. Trade him. He's gone. And you made a point. I was I was talking over you a little bit because that we were talking to everybody in chat. But you did make an interesting point. He stays. In the conference and in the division, so he's still going to play Boston five times a year. He's going to play the Sixers five oh. times a year. So it is going to be very interesting to see when Ben comes back. Everybody's pointing to that. I think it's March 10th date yeah, March in 10th. Philly, right? Yeah. He, he won't. <laughs> Why? 
I guarantee you, Ben will not be showing up for that he game. Oh, come on, man. He's got to show he up. He will not be showing up well, for that like, game. No uh, shot. It's like three weeks, four weeks. <laughs> no way. Plenty of time. <laughs> no chance Ben makes that game. Yeah, he's going to stay home and wait. And, well, well, if he'll you see him in the playoffs, him. he'll definitely he'll have be to there. be there. Well, apparently yeah. he doesn't show up in the playoffs. So well, uh, yeah, yeah. Well, he, he doesn't show up in the playoffs. At least, at least not the uh, the Hawks. Yeah. Right. All right. Let's talk about the big game on Sunday. It is here. Super Bowl LVI, or that's fifty six. Okay. We're, we're going right to the Super Bowl. We're going right to the Super Bowl. All right. I was going to say I do want to chime in. Those divisional games were in the conference were amazing. Amazing. And we're gonna we're gonna step back because okay. I want well, I just want to I want to talk about each team right, and we'll talk about their path there, and we'll okay, talk about I like them it. right. Good work. So <clears throat> we got the Rams. One thing that I think is getting overlooked a little bit is that for the second year in a row, a team's getting to play the Super Bowl in their home stadium. Yeah. Isn't that wild? And that hasn't happened, you know, last year was the first time. First time. And before that, it never happened. Right. So now two years in a row. It's pretty wild, right? So, yeah, I mean, that's pretty wild. And and also, I heard, it's supposed to be a scorcher. It's supposed to be like 90 degrees on yeah. Sunday. I don't know how it works with the AC or if they It'll open probably, it. They'll keep it nice and 71 yeah, in but there. still, 90 degrees, it's, yeah. it's the hottest Super Bowl it's insane. going to be played. Yeah. Crazy in February, so that that definitely plays a factor. But the the crazy thing is, and, and we'll touch on what Gus said. He's we were talking about Ben coming back. Said it's going to be a banger. How long can he hide? Yeah, I mean, he, he's got to come out. There's no chance he comes back for the game in a month, right? I'll place a bet right now that he won't be there for that game. But at some point, he's coming back here with the, with that team, right? I mean, he can't hide eventually. His I mean, he's from coming back here and playing. He he'll be back here event. He's yeah. only 25. Exactly. It's a matter of time. Yeah, man. he can't he can't hide forever. That's for sure. That's gonna be a good. Good intro to that, man. The oh, yeah. booze are going to be amazing. I can't wait. So let's talk about the Rams because it's basically okay. a home game for them, right? But it's not really like home field. Bob just said it. Even though it's in L.A., it's a weak home field in terms of fans. Yeah, San Francisco took them over. Yeah. Bengals travel. They got a really diehard Yeah, they're going to travel well. Team. And also the ticket prices are insane. You know, yeah, it's I heard LA. Yeah, six grand on StubHub. Yeah, it's LA. It's an attraction. But they all are expensive. You, can't, you cannot downplay what that is for them. Like, they don't have to stay in hotels, right? Like, they're, you know, they're at yeah, home. they got their home locker They're room. practicing in their own facilities. So, like, all that stuff is definitely an advantage. Sure. You know, you're, you're at home. You're living at home. You're, you know, you got your family and friends, everybody there. So, it's definitely an advantage that way. But let's start with the Rams. So, Earl alluded to it. Right. This playoff run that we didn't get to talk to you fine folks about, but we really wanted to because of COVID, uh, was incredible, right? The divisional rounds oh, were yeah. incredible. The the conference games were incredible. And <clears throat> I think the Rams the Rams are an interesting tale on, on multiple levels. So first, I'll have to eat a little bit of crow, but not all of it yet until he gets the job done. But I have been critical of Matthew Stafford on this show. Have I you? Have. Yeah, yeah, I guess you have. I have. You? Now, I have said that Shame on you. I didn't think that Stafford – was the guy, right? I've I've seen him come up small in these situations, never got it done in the playoffs, right? You were saying Jared Goff was better, right? I didn't say that. Okay. I didn't say that. Don't, don't, let's not get carried away. I was, I was putting words in your yes, mouth. Yes, okay. yes. Okay, go ahead. But Stafford was able to get it done, right? And yeah. so now the Rams are there. But interesting thing I want to bring up to you, Earl, where I go with this. Do you know who the Rams' last first-round pick is? I think we talked about this on the show before. Yikes. Yeah, I heard this, too. Um, Shoot. I'll just say Donald. Jared Goff. Yeah, yeah, that's it. That was their last first-round pick. And do I knew you, it was obvious. Yeah, I should have known that. Do you know when they'll be making another first-round pick? Oh, it's going to be a long time. 
2025. Yeah, well, it, that's that thing. They're all in, and look at them. It's paying off. I mean, they're going, they want that Super Bowl bid, and they will give up the future for it. So that's, And it's working. Well, you really can't argue with it. You're a good straight man because that's where I'm going. This going. team, this team is one that has not been built through the draft. No, it has not. It's been built through trades, right? Look yeah. at their guys. Stafford. Ramsey. Ramsey. Von Miller. Von Miller. Beckham. Yeah. Well, Beckham was a free agent signing, but still, yeah. Right. Look at what they've done to build this they, roster and give up assets, right? Now, traditionally. Yeah. You know, they, they want to be like the Seahawks. Oh, you got to build through the draft, you know, when it was a Legion of Boom, right? Yes. Like well, that type of deal. And I think that quietly the NFL, like, uh, authoritarian or, or establishment. Some teams will start doing that. No, I think that they don't like to see this because it breaks the mold, right? It it's, definitely does. It's like Billy Bean and Moneyball. In the past, when teams have tried to do this, remember the Eagles and the Dream Team, Javon Curse and Vince Young. And they're they, all free agent signings. They're all free agent though. signings, they're right. Not, they're not trading first-round picks for right, old. But, well, not old, but, you know, Prime guys, right. but they only have a couple years left. But it's the same concept, right? Yeah, you're not building through the draft. You're you're giving up assets or you're overpaying guys to win. Yeah. But the Rams are doing it. And if they win the Super Bowl, they'll have ultimately done it on the biggest stage. And then it doesn't matter that they don't have assets because they won a Super Bowl. Yeah, and that's all that matters. That thing, that banner will be up there forever. Forever. So exactly. it, it was worth it. You know, they'll t- they'll you know they'll they'll sacrifice five to ten years for that Super Bowl. I know that for Eagles, man, that one Super Bowl. Yeah, we're good for another 10, 20 years. I said 10. That, that That's a question I wanted to leave you at. So I said... Even though we didn't... I said the, 10. Do you what? Do you think more than 10? I think it gets you... I think it gives you 10 years. So like... 10 years is It's fine. already been... I mean, I, I want them to beat the uh, the Bucks this year. Believe me. I, I want them back ASAP. Right. Obviously, but, you know... At least I've watched one Super Bowl. It's already been... This is going to be... To this Super Bowl, it's already been four years. Yeah, it's 2008, crazy, right? Yeah, so it's crazy. Yesterday was the... Uh, the, yes, anniversary the anniversary of the uh, parade in That's right. Broad Street. Yeah, so, yeah. you know, we're getting out there. But for me, for a franchise, it's 10 years. So it doesn't matter that the Rams don't have another pick until 2025 because if they win a Super Bowl. Well, plus, they got, I mean, they, they still got those guys they paid for or traded for. True. Stafford will, I mean, Stafford will be there for another five years, I'm sure. I don't, I don't know what his contract is. but And another thing I, I heard on, on a different podcast that I won't promote because no one Good promotes man. us. That's right. So, stop promoting. And, yeah, so he was saying, or they were saying, that Matt Stafford, if he wins the Super Bowl, pro- most likely Hall of Famer. Well, I think the numbers would support that. Yeah, the numbers do, yeah. and a Super Bowl does. That, it puts him over the top. It does. So, anyway, I just had to throw that in there. Yeah, I think it's hard to disagree with that. Yeah, I mean, and then the other quarterback, do we want to go there with Joe Burrow? I mean, Joe Burrow, I mean, second-year quarterback. We do. Second year? It was the third year. Wait. What what year quarterback is he? Is he Joe Burrow? He was a rookie last year. That's right. Okay, Torres ACL had a good year. That's right. This year, guys, Joe Cool. Or now, as much as I have been wrong about Stafford, who have I been right about? You were right about the Bengals. You were high. On I them. have been high on the Bengals all year, haven't I? I put a ten dollar bet like week seventeen when they beat the Chiefs to go to win the Super Bowl. Just so you know. That's right. And, and I should have done it I should have done it earlier. That's right. I have been on Joe you Burrow and the Bengals and it's documented on from yeah, the Hill. Have been. I have been saying it. You've I been... said we had a we had a whole discussion where I compared and he'll this comparison will always go on. Herbert and Burrow, right? Because they're drafted in the same class. Well, yeah. Herbert's a Herbert's, hell of a player. He's a hell of a player, right? But for me, for my money, 
I said I would take Joe, right? And a lot of people disagreed. A lot of people yeah, we did talk him. about that. The quarterback. I yeah. would take Joe, and Joe's in the Super Bowl. Yeah, I mean Joe's ha- having a hell of a year. And, and uh, to go off from your point, is that the future looks bright from these young quarterbacks: Herbert, Burrow, Mahomes, Allen, Mac Jones. I mean, yeah, Josh Allen. Josh yeah, there's some top-notch quarterbacks. We're gonna have some battles in the, the playoffs in years, years well, to come. It, there's a weird balance between leagues, right? Every quarterback you named is in the AFC. Well, we got Jalen Hurts in the NFC. <laughs> <laughs> Daniel Jones. When you look at the NFC, I know. who are your best quarterbacks? Did I just name all the AFC? Stafford, Rodgers. Rodgers got to go in the Brady NFC, man. Brady just retired, right? The a- all those quarterbacks we- you named AFC. I know, it's crazy. Every huh? single one. I was just trying to name all the good young quarterbacks. How wild is that? That is pretty wild. I mean... Could you name a good young quarterback in the NFC? I, I named Jalen... Well, then I, I named Jalen Hurts. Is he a good young quarterback? Yeah, he's 23 years old. He, he, he's he's went, young. He went he, to the playoffs. Is he good? I think he's decent. Should we talk about Jalen Hurts now, or do you want to save it for next next podcast? Well, I mean, whatever. I mean, I mean, is there a I'm time gonna, limit on this thing? There isn't, but I'm gonna I'm gonna halt the Jalen Hurts talk because obviously we got a lot to talk about with the Super Bowl yeah, and the teams, well, right? So, you know, I see how this goes. It's right, just... we're gonna we're gonna I want to talk about Jalen Hurts a lot uh, because everybody's been asking me to, but we're gonna do that next week. So All right, that's fine. Keep that. That's a little teaser. I got a lot to say about Jalen Hurts actually. Well, I mean, I like him and. Well, Russell Wilson's the NFC, but he's not young. Again, another guy. Aaron Rodgers not young, but he's good. Well, yeah. that's a whole situation. Is he coming back to Ricky, Ricky? Tom Brady's out. Ricky just gave us a young quarterback in the NFC. Oh, uh, Kyler Murray, yeah. Kyler Murray. He, so he would probably be the best one, Kyler Murray. Yeah. Even though he chokes in the playoffs. Is that a moniker for him now? That he chokes? That he chokes in the playoffs? I mean, he he did big time. He They were pretty good this year. They, I mean, they just got stomped in that game. Yeah, they, they didn't have a chance. They didn't have a chance. Kyler was running for his life. They they got stomped. They were injured, and the Rams aren't injured. They're pretty healthy. I mean, the Rams were just getting after him the entire game. He looked he looked like a scared little kid. Like he just could never get get into any kind of rhythm. Yeah, and they didn't have D Hop. Yeah, that didn't help. Yeah, I mean the cards actually the Cardinals are are this year are kind of one of those cases where you want to be playing your best football at the end of the year. And I think it's clear the Cardinals were playing their best football at the beginning of the season. They were. And then down the stretch, they started and to get hurt. And the Rams started they clicking. Started right. Odell and Vaughn started right. getting Rams in there. Rams started clicking late in the year, and that's what well, you want to well, do. How about and a, so did the Bengals. Yeah, well, the, a big choker is the number one seed, uh, the Titans. I mean, they choked big time. That's, Brian Tannenhill, geez. I'm glad you brought them up because that's a team that I really wanted to talk about. Let's see what, what Gus say. Gus said, Allen, Burrow, and Herbert in big games. You think well, and that's the thing, Gus. Like now, Jalen hasn't gotten to that big of a games yet, right? He's got a playoff game experience. He's got one. He's got one. But do you? I mean, when you so just read what Gus, read the names that Gus said. He's got Allen, Burrow, and Herbert, and then Hurts. Like, does Hurts belong in those names? Well, Jalen Hurts is a type of guy where you gotta have a good run offense and a good defense. Uh, you're making excuses for him already. Well, I'm just saying. So yes, he's not comparable to those guys because Josh Allen was amazing in that that Chiefs game. The guy played a perfect game. I mean, can you say Jalen Hurts can have a perfect game? I want to say no. He, he couldn't. He couldn't do what Allen did. When you look at what Josh Allen did, right? And he still lost. And they still lost, which is crazy. But straight away. I mean, you just know that Jalen Hurts doesn't have that in him, right? But he's still young, and he still has a shot. Okay. Uh, that, that's just me being hopeful as a Philly fan. I got to say it. So I'm going to – so I said it. I think he has a, the potential to maybe 
be kind of as good as that, but he does need a running game and okay. a good a good defense. And they have three first round draft picks. I think we're yeah. we're gonna go. We're doing deep dive Jalen Hurts next week. Yeah, we gotta talk. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we got the Super Bowl. I think you actually might be surprised at what I think about Jalen Hurts. Okay. Yeah. We'll, yeah. We'll save it then. Yeah. So uh, more about the Super Bowl. Let's talk about Super Bowl and the Bengals. The Bengals are the kind of counter to the Rams, right? A team that's been bad for the last decade. They've built through the draft. they got a ton of young studs. They right? remind me of the 2017 Eagles. I agree. They a lot, do, of, lot of young do. studs, young the talent. The stars are aligning. They're hungry. You know, they're beating better teams on the road in the playoffs. And back to what Earl brought up. <clears throat> so there was actually two teams that I wanted to talk about from this playoffs that were extremely disappointing. So the first, obviously, has got to be the Titans, right? And the I Packers. Mean, while the Packers were three for me, I had a team above them. So the Titans, they, like, they're going to have to make some changes, right? You can't – this is the third year in a row. I mean, they're, they're getting one the, the seed. one they're seed. something, right? But they're losing their first playoff game year uh, after year. Okay, well, I mean, at least you're getting – They're like I, the I, Buffalo Bills of junior, bro. Like, they, they, they can't you. even make the conference championship game. Well, at least you're not the New York Jets. <laughs> That's a great point, actually. Yeah, at least you're not the New York uh, Jets. Uh, so, I don't know. I mean, like, I mean, so they, you, they are having success. I mean, if you're a Titans fan, are you happy? No, I would. I would try to get Aaron Rodgers or Russell Wilson. That's what I would try to do. Oh, sure. But what if you can't? And if you try for it publicly, then now Tannehill's gonna have to go. And then who's gonna play quarterback for you? Well, you keep on a Tannehill. <laughs> you keep Tannehill, and he'll get you. To, he'll get you to the playoffs. He'll get you to the playoffs. And he'll, he'll be good enough. And the first game. And if Derrick Henry was a hundred percent, maybe it would have been different. He was a little slower. Or a lot of people were saying, "Hey, like, they didn't run Dante Foreman enough." And you, I mean, it, they gave Henry the ball a lot. But he, Tannehill, let, let's let's just call a spade a spade. Tannehill had a good regular season. He did. He, he had a, no, looked, he had a decent. He looked horrible in that game. Three oh, picks, yeah. Yeah, two okay. really bad picks. I mean, he played like shit. Yo, Tate, what's going on, brother? Good to see you, man. Thanks for checking in. I mean, literally, Tannehill looked horrible in that game. He did. Horrible. Now, refresh me. Just refresh me here because this, this might be a dunk play. Who did they lose to again? Who, who did Who did the Titans lose yeah. to? Well, the Bengals, I know. Yeah. I, I was just about to say, you, you, we were talking about them. I know. That's why, that's why I went to them. Uh, well, it's been a while. No, no, I had yeah. to think about it. Yeah, so, well, they had a better quarterback, Joe Burrow. That's it. They had a better quarterback. And you get in the playoffs, you get deep in the playoffs, you got to have an elite quarterback. Bob brought up the other team I want to talk about, the Cowboys. Uh, okay. I've, okay. I'm, I'm not – so I have a thing. I'm not a Philly fan who be, is going to rag on the Cowboys, you know, because of no, like, the I, Philly, the Eagles' uh, lack of success or whatever. But <clears> – <throat> If you're a Cowboys fan, you have to take a step back and evaluate the team because, again, this is a year when the Cowboys should have had a deep run in the NFC, right? Like, they were clearly the best team in the NFC East. They were poised to make a good run, and they're one and done in the playoffs. Once again. Once again. And and so you, you're going to run out of runway with these guys. Like, well, how much does Zeke have left in the tank? Uh, he, he's out. Of the, they got to get uh, what the power. That's right? what I'm saying. Backup like, running back. You, Zeke has no break, yeah. breakout ability anymore. You are going to start to run out of gas. And so. There you go. Don't pick Zeke in the first round next yeah, year. Yeah, like, if football. you're a Cowboys fan, you know, McCarthy, again, all the conversations there about him as a coach. So you have those questions, right? But, but again, it's like. It's the same players. You moved on from Garrett. You moved on. You know, well, McCarthy's yeah, in there now. Parsons, the guy's a stud. I mean, they have a ton of talent at wideout. You know, you got yeah, they do. You got 
Cooper, you got CD. Like they, they yeah. have, they got talent at wideout. Yeah. You got Gallup. You know, you got Dak, who I think is a top ten quarterback in the league. Like for sure, this team should not be going one and done, but they consistently do. And these windows don't stay open forever in the NFL, right? You've no, got to win because your linemen want to get paid. You know, your secondary players want to get paid. You know, Diggs is going to want to get paid. Exactly. He so broke you, the record, right? right? You can't yeah. hold on to these Parsons, guys. Parsons, he's a, he's, he's a generational talent. That's what I'm like saying. I just said, he's going he's gonna to top-notch money. They do drafts really well. i got to give the Cowboys some credit. <laughs> now, they do. Tate says, Cowboys trade Zeke, start Pollard, and bring back Romo. Simple. Romo, oh, he, Romo's hilarious I, on, on the on the uh, I was gonna say, announcements. How do you feel about Romo in the booth? Um, I he was getting some uh, criticism a little bit, you know. He that, was, you know, he's like, well, "What's the one?" He's like, "Chase is on the case, right?" <laughs> that was a good one, and, and like I saw on like TikTok or something, how it's like really like this like little kid cartoon, and it's like a dog, and it's just like I don't know, it's like it's already been made up, but I mean, he's. Well, also, oh, here's the thing. I think he's talking too much. Sometimes you gotta let fucking Joe Nance or what's his name, Nance, Jim Nance, yeah. Jim Nance just let it, just let him, just Tony, just let him go with it. You Tony know? Just goes hush it down just a notch. The streams, right? Like you know, he calls the play, and yeah, he, he's he gotta try to be the predictor. I like him though. I, oh, I, I like. I him think too. he does a good job. Gus says prima donnas and horrible coaching. That about sums up the Cowboys, doesn't it? McCarthy, yeah. I mean, and uh. Their defensive coordinator, he's staying. They're yeah. not changing any anything yeah. over there. Well, again, they're just going to keep doing it. And, uh, again, I think with the talent they have, this should be a team that is progressing far further than they are. So, for me, I put the Titans and the Cowboys kind of in the same bo- like book. If you're stuck at pretty good in the NFL, it's a bad place to be because you're getting late first-round picks. You're getting late second-round picks, right? And your guys are all wanting more money. You know, they're you're losing guys in free agency, and so but the everything guy, starts yeah. to go down. One thing, so Tate brought up, did we do a QB tier list? We did not. One thing that I wanted to talk to Earl about for next week, so I want to talk about Jalen Hurts a lot. We want to talk about kind of, you know, we'll wrap up the NFL season and then talk about where quarterbacks, where we're going, because obviously, you know, Brady retiring. Yeah, that's a big one. Russell Wilson really looking to move, right? So there's a lot to talk about there. So we're definitely going to do that. And then he says in the booth, Manning's greater than Romo, greater than Aikman. I actually like Troy better than Tony Romo. I think Tate. I think yeah, Troy. I like Aikman. I think Troy's a little more polished, right? I think Tony yeah. can get there. Tony's, well, Tony's great. Don't get me wrong. Yeah, now, who is good. doing the Super Bowl? Do we know? Uh, well, what it depends on what station has it. Well, right? I, I guess I could look. Yeah. You want me to look real quick? Well, if, yeah, because usually, like, if Fox has it, then it could be Troy and Joe Buck. I mean, I like Buck and Aikman. I mean, Buck, Buck and Aikman are, are the Michaels listen, is great. Buck and Aikman are one of the premier, you yeah, know, crews. Like said, they're very so good, and they flip flop every year. And they got they usually have Aaron on the sidelines. She's very good. So you know, they, they're a good they're a good crew together. So it's on NBC. So is that Nance and Romo? That might be Nance and Romo. Oh, that's gonna be gold. Yeah, there's, there's got to be some gold coming up. Or for it that. could be like Tariko, right? Because they do. Isn't that the Sunday night? They could have the Sunday night crew. Tariko. So, oh, yeah, I'd rather I, have Nance. And I like Tariko. Gotta have Nance, man. He's. I like. I, I like Tariko. I think he's good. Well, I mean, but Romo. Well, so would Romo be the the, uh, the co-host? Or who's the co-host? Well, with with Tariko. Oh, the Monday night. It'd be the Sunday crew. night crew or the Monday night crew. Yeah. Or we can just have Peyton and Eli do it. Yeah, just from their couch. I would love it. <laughs> Dude, I really look forward to that shit, man. Every time it's Monday night, I'm like, I'm, oh, oh, yeah, I'm, what are you doing? I'm watching Peyton and Eli. Yeah. That's great. Yeah. I love no, it. They're, I just had to throw that in. That I is, just thought about That it. is very, very entertaining. They, they got to keep doing that shit. So, but, yeah. Then the last team, Al Michaels and Collinsworth, Ricky said, yeah, that yeah, makes Collins, sense. Yeah, Collins, yeah, or that. Well, it's, it's NBC, so yeah. my prediction is Nance and Roma. Well, Michaels is, is um, 
CBS is Nancy Romo. Actually, uh, that makes sense. Yeah. Okay. And Michaels is like about. NBC's headliner, so that actually makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's a Super Bowl crew. Michaels and Collinsworth. I never said I knew what I was talking about. Yeah. I just, I just kind of know general knowledge of everything. So, and the last team that I wanted to talk about, which was outside of my two most disappointing, of course, is Green Bay. Now, I will say this about Green Bay. That game was a weird game to refresh everybody's memory. I got a little story too. It snowed in Green Bay, right? It the weather was crazy, and realistically, the Packers should have won that game. They lost that game because of special teams, oh, a yeah. blocked field goal, yeah, and a blocked punt that went for a touchdown, right? So realistically, yeah. like the, the Packers were the better team that entire game. It was just two special teams plays. So for me, even though the Packers that was a disappointing finish for the Packers. The game was fine, and the Packers should have won. So, like, I don't put them up with the Cowboys and the Titans in, like, underachieving because the Titans and the Cowboys both just got beat, right? Now, the Packers, yeah. that was just a crazy game in the snow. I mean, and, the pa- and it looked like the Packers were going to blow them out. It like did. I said, I had a parlay. I picked the Bengals to yep. win the, the money line, so I was going to hit. And, like, I, already, I was already winning, whatever, double my money. And, and I had – and I had um, – I had the um, who I? I had the well, I had the Packers. Well, no, no, I had the Niners. I had the Niners to win. Okay, and it's seven nothing, and, and like the Packers are driving, they're dominating, and I'm they're dominating, and I'm like, oh, so I cashed out. <laughs> <laughs> and then like as I cashed out, it just like it totally. I'm like, what the everything fuck? turned around. What did I do? Literally, like as I cashed out, so I think I jinxed them a little you bit. You did. I think I did. Like literally, right when I cashed out, just everything went the opposite way. I'm like, what did I just do? And it ended up hitting and everything. Yeah, and I'm like, oh, winning. that's why don't cash out. Just let it ride, man. You never hedge your bets. Oh, I, I let it. I let it cash Just out. Let them ride. Oh, was, yeah, I felt like shit. So that's why I don't. That's why for me, in terms of the like the f- season finishes, I had the Packers down underneath of because obviously we thought the Packers would go further. But to me, yeah. again, if you watch that game, that was kind of like. That's not like a team not playing well or letting you down. It was just weird. Like special teams, yeah. it was weird. But Rodgers have said in the past, hell, I need a Green Bay. By week game in the cold, and we're going to do all right. That's exactly what they had. Oh yeah, and well, the special well, teams, they, they, the special the teams, special teams, special teams let them down. Cool. I mean, they didn't score a lot of points. Well, the Niners have a good defense. Yeah, sure. Yeah, they got Nick Bosa over there. He's yeah. good. But I mean, I mean, they didn't put up a lot of points. No. regardless. I mean, yeah, but I mean that. They, well, and here's what here's what Rogers was doing is what I heard. He was just force feeding uh, Devontae Adams. Right. He, he was just looking at Devontae, Isn't throwing that at Devontae. What he always does. Well, I mean, you looked at Josh Allen. He's like, well, get, uh, Diggs didn't do shit because they were doubling him. Oh, yeah. And look what happened. He hit Gabriel right. Davis a bunch and, of times. Yeah, just went crazy. I mean, he threw, he, he scored he four th- touchdowns he threw the ball to the guy that was open. Yeah. And Rodgers was not doing that. Okay. I, that's fair. That's yeah. what I remember what happened that week. That's a fair assessment, I think. I think that's kind of what happened. All right. So, back so to, yeah. to the Super Bowl. All that being said, we talked about the teams. We know where they are. Who you got, Earl? I want. I'm rooting for the Bengals. I like the Bengals, but my money's on the Rams. Taking the Rams, and, and I would say, you know, because because I, I I like the story of the Bengals. I mean, like I said, Cinderella type of story. I love I love Joe Burrow. Okay, but you know, I just I just think you know when I think of the Rams, I'm just thinking of you know Don, uh, Aaron Donald, you know. Cooper Cup, he's the best receiver in the game. You know, Stafford. You know, I'm thinking all these guys that they have. And, and, well, plus they got sacked nine times with the Titans. He got sacked a shit ton. And I, and, I, and I think the Rams have a better defensive line. Okay. Plus the home factors. And I'm just like, well, let's be smart, smart with the money. I'm going with the Rams. Okay. But I want the Bengals to win. So I think your sentiments are 
the general populations, right? I think a lot of people are rooting for the Bengals, right? No, like every, everybody's like, yeah, we don't you say know. they're betting on the Rams because I don't think they're. Yours. But I think most people. Well, I don't know about betting, right? But I'm just saying. I th- but I think most people think that the Rams are going to take it. I am going to go the other way. Yeah, sure. And, of course, I've been riding the Bengals all year. I'm not going to stop now. We don't hedge our bets. We just talked about it. I'm going to take the Bengals. I like the Bengals. I would take the Bengals money line because I like the Bengals outright to just win the game, right? I'm not going to worry about the three or three and a half. Well, they're plus. Yeah, I know. But I'm not going to worry about the points. I'll take the money line. I'll take a little extra chabo. I hope the Rams win by three. Just push it. <laughs> well, I just mean, push it. Well, I did money line at the Rams. I, I said screw that. My big, my big bet. Well, my big bets. You know, my big bet, and I did money line. Okay, so, I'm not screwing around points. So Tate just brought it up. Some MVPs. So Tate's got Donald Cup. Yes, yeah, they could I, be considered MVP. For what the Super Bowl? Super. Who you got? Super Bowl MVP. Who you like? I mean, I'll just say Stafford. But um, he's got the lowest odds on the board. I mean, if he's going to win the he's MVP, the he's going to win the MVP. He's the favorite to win MVP, and then Burrow, of course. Yeah, I, I do have some, like some, uh, what do you call them? Some pickums. Yeah, you got some. You got some. Uh, I do have some prop bets. Some fi- prop bets. Thank you. I do have some firepower. Fire them out. So, I think the Gatorade, if the Bengals win, will be orange. <laughs> Good. Okay. And if the Rams that. win, it's going to be yellow. Okay. Or blue. Nah, it's never blue. <laughs> <laughs> Blue's on the board, though. You get that blue. I'm saying yellow, but the, all right. But my big one is the uh, the kickoff uh, not being a touchback, and I I seen this one guy. He was saying it's like 25 out of 27 seasons that it's been not a touchback. It's only been two times that it has been a touchback. The first the first kick. Really? Yes. Why do you think that is? Um, people were nervous, nerves. Uh, the, I mean, first game, uh, something like that. It's weird. But plus, see, the guy was showing the stats, and uh, McPherson, he, the guy, I, I love McPherson, Money Mac, and, and Matt Gay. They're not a, they're like in the bottom twenty of touchbacks, so they're not really a high touchback guy. So that's insider. So you're taking opening kickoff, not a touchback, not a. T- what, I, what I think that? that's a hit. Okay, all right. That's I like, like that. I saw that one guy. I'm like, eh, that's pretty smart. I like that. Okay. So That's all I got. I'll, I'll give you two. Uh, and the coin flip tails. Tails coin flip tails. tails. All right. So I'll give you two MVP bets that I like. So one of them is courtesy of my friend Matt High. So years ago in the Denver Carolina Super Bowl, if you remember, Von Miller won that MVP. On defense. And we had talked about Von Miller before, and we all, myself, my roommate Chris at the time, and Matt, we all took Von Miller to win MVP. No and it was like, it was like. So are you going with Sam Hubbard? Well. So it's like I think he went off at like I want to say maybe like eight or nine hundred, maybe even a thousand at that really? point. So it was a nice hit. Fuck yeah! Yeah, it was a nice hit. So Vaughn was on the board this year, and so Matt was like, "Dude, Von Miller again, repeat." And I, I like it. I said, "Well, I said, let's be practical here. When when is so it's hard for a defensive player to get the MVP right, especially yeah. has a non quarterback ever won multiple Super Bowl MVPs?" And I think the answer is no. Has, has say it again. Has a non-quarterback ever won uh, multiple Super Bowl? MVPs? Maybe Jerry Rice. Maybe. maybe I know he won one. He won one. Now well, that year he went insane. Eleven catches, two hundred fifty. Yeah. So I, so I would say no. I would we'd, say we'd no. have to fact check. Right. That. So Von Miller could be the first. So I like a small. I like that. I like a very small runner on Von. Now his numbers are big, so you can get good payout for Von. Yeah, he's heating up too. You can get a good payout for Von. On the other side, I like. Joe Mixon. Okay, I think back. he, yeah, of the Bengals. I think he's getting good odds. Does the Ram get run on like that? I think he's going to have a lot of catches out of the backfield. Oh. 
That's where I think, and I think. Well, Joe Burrow doesn't turn the ball over. No. I he mean, guy got not. sacked nine times. He didn't put it on the ground once. He does not. That, I, the one interview <laughs> of the podcast I won't promote was saying how the, the one defense end is like, dude, Burrow does not turn the ball over. No. Like I said, he'll, he'll get sacked before he, he makes a stupid pass. He doesn't put it on the he ground. He does not. And that's why, I mean, he, that's why I call him Joe Cool. I mean, he won't turn the ball over. And if he does, they're in trouble. Agreed. So that's our picks. Yeah. Those are our prop bets. So, like most weeks. We're opposite. So one of us is going to be right. One of us is going to be right. That's why I like right. it over here. That's so why it's good. It's going to be a good uh, It's going to be a good football game. Last of the year, it's sad, right? I know. It's fucking sad. But you know what? But, but. We, after the after this game, we'll have a lot to talk about capping up the season. And let's go Sixers. And then we've got a lot of NBA to talk about. we got some Sixers, baby. They're going to do it. Broad Street. Well, that's all we got. It was good to be back. We're going to be back, of course, again next week for a Super Bowl recap. Oh, yeah. We'll talk about all the bets. And we are going to cook up this week in part of our Super Bowl recap. Kind of gave you a little preview <clears throat> as we were talking about you know, teams that were disappointing from the playoffs this year. We're going to go through. We'll do a quarterback tier list. Of course, I've already alluded to the fact that I've got a lot to say about Jalen Hurts. That and more also have an announcement. Earl, give us a kickoff out of here, and then I'm going to leave the people with an announcement. You've been waiting to hear this, too. The kickoff. Or give us, give us like a, a send-off. Well, I was, it, it's glad to be back doing the podcast. I was excited, you know, and uh, it's good to be back. You know, we kicked COVID's ass, and I'm, we're ready to back talk some sports. That's right. You know? Don't forget, everybody, the From the Hill podcast. All of the episodes are available for view on YouTube and the iTunes podcast application. And coming starting this week will be available on Spotify. Are we really? I'm getting a setup. Check us on Spotify, As baby. we speak, we will be on Spotify as well. Search from underscore the underscore hill. Put it in quotations so you don't miss it. Don't forget, click that like button. Click that subscribe button. Click that share button. It doesn't cost you guys anything, but it really helps us out. That is it. We are out of here. Thanks for watching. Thanks for and checking. joining. Thanks, everybody, for hopping on the live feed and yeah, checking man. in. It really helps. I'm Swags. This is Earl. Enjoy the Super Bowl. We'll see you all next time. Peace. Peace.